Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Well, hi, everybody. Dad, my father, Gene Abbott, my dad, <laughs> I just called him. He's going to get on in just a second, so just so you know. Um, and anyway, I, I'm excited about his uh, show today, um, and I know you guys are as well, I hope. Um, and I'm going to double check on him now, all right, make sure uh, that he could get in. Sometimes, you know, with, with technology, you have little glitches, right? And hate that when that happens. Um and uh, so if you guys don't mind, I'm going to call him now. Um, hold on one second. Call dad. See, I have him in. Oh, here he is. There you go. No, no, no. Anyway, so he'll be here in just a second. Here now. Okay. Well, there you go. I saw you. Anyway, hi, dad. Uh, I was just introducing, uh, introducing you and said that sometimes technology things get a little stuck. And um, love technology, though, right? And uh, but you're here, and that's the most important thing because you got a great show planned. And tell us what we're going to talk about today, Daddy, my sweet dad. I always call him Daddy Dearest. <laughs> oh, hold on one second. Yeah. So, what are we going to talk about today, Dad? You got people that are on the show, just so you know, listening in. All I want to talk about Ruth. You going to talk Ruth about Ruth? Okay. Ruth. Well, cool. Um, and uh, that's one of the greatest love stories out there. Uh, is that what you're going to talk about, the love story, or something different? Or do I just need to wait and listen? Because I love your stories, and I love what you do. Need to wait. And I... Need to wait. Need to wait and listen. Oh, okay. Wherever okay. you're ready. Let's go. Okay. All right, you're ready. To go. You know, I'm gonna t- today. I'm gonna talk about Ruth. Who in the world is Ruth? It's a story about a lovely young lady who became the great-grandmother of King David. But uh, before I start, I want to, what is the Bible? What is the Bible? The Bible is a collection of 66 books that's written over 1,500, over a period of 1,500 years. In other words, from Genesis, to the end of the Bible, there's a 1,500-year span there. And yet, it was written by 40 different people that wrote, wrote various books of the Bible. You know, some of those people were rich and some were poor. And among them were kings and poets and prophets and musicians, philosophers, farmers, farmers teachers, priests, statesmen, sheep herder, tax collector, physician. And a couple of fishermen. What a collection of people. All different modes and statues of their life. How could a book be written? 66 books. No interruptions. No transgressions. No misspelled words. No contradictory statements. By all these people. 
is it any wonder that I, who is nothing more than just me, love the Bible? Where is it any book that's written over so many years by great people, by poor people, by rich people, by sheep herders, a priest, a prophet, musicians, philosophers, how can they come together and write the Bible? Well, it says in one day, we're, we're getting to much, much later, that the men of God that wrote the Bible were, they give a picture of a cell. You know, it's a Greek, uh, written in Greek and Hebrew. But there's a picture of a man with a picture of a man in a sailboat. And the wind is blowing, and it's blowing from the back of the man to, to the man. And the man, the man is sailed across the ocean. Uh, the, the, the word you read isn't like that, but when you study the Greek, you'll find out these men were moved by God because he created a sail. He created what he wanted them to write, but he wrote. they wrote in the language that they understood. If they were prophetic, wrote in prophecy. But they wrote in the language that, that they knew. When Ezekiel stood on the river bank and he saw this chariot come down, I uh, I was witness to a guy one day, and he said, Gene, I, I'm going to use his exact words. I tried to behave with, with his words, but he said, God Almighty, can you see the way he came down? It was a big thing. He said it had a wheel and had wings and it had animal faces, and he described it, and he said, it was one heck of a helicopter. But anyway, that's the language, the language that they wrote in. And they described what they saw using their language as their intellect. But here were 40 different people over a period of 1,500 years. And it's a real book. It's the test of time. Do you know any book that has written, that has been written, that did like the Bible? Millions of copies have been read. Millions of copies have been printed. In the 15th century, when uh, the printing press was invented, uh, people of all nationalities begin to read the Bible. And that's where it starts today. And that's the reason that I love to read the Bible in its context. The book of Baruch is a phenomenal book. There's all kinds of stories about this. Not about Ruth, but about the Bible. And when you do numbers and pick numbers out of the Bible, you'll find that 666 40 years and 40 days. You ever thought about the 40 years and 40 days? During the flood, it rained for 40 days. Moses fled at age 40. Me and for 40 years. It was on Mount Sinai for 40 days. Israel, Israel wandered in the wilderness for 40 years. Spies spent 40 days in Canaan. Elijah fasted for 40 days. Men was given 40 days to forgive. Jesus raised fasted 40 days. 40 days after the resurrection. It's so important. All kinds of funny stuff can happen in the Bible, but it's all real. 
keep finding errors in it. Try to find errors in it. Well, let's go to Ruth. Who in the world is Ruth? I like to describe Ruth as a young lady, lovely young, lung, lovely story of a lovely woman. The Bible is after my own heart. I love women. I love lonely women, lovely women. She says to Naomi, that's her mother-in-law, you go, I'll go. Where you stay, I will stay. Your people will be my people. Your God, important here, will be my God. Where you die, I will die. And there I will be buried. Boaz, Boaz, her husband, Ruth's husband, and she became his wife. She gave birth to a son, and the son's name was Obed. He is the father of Jesse, the father of David. So the great grandmother was David's great David's uh, great grandmother belonged to David. The story of a young lady follows like the calm after the storm. They went through the trials and tribulations of entering the promised land, Joshua, many fights were awarded to them. A thousand years before Abraham was called by God and found a nation, his purpose for one day beginning to a savior to savior to mankind. Is this small book of Ruth? We have the founding of a family within that nation. And Ruth, Ruth bears out. Listen, there was a famine in the land. Ruth was not part of the famine. She developed, she was, let me turn that, let me turn to Ruth. Anyway, I don't know where my computer had messed up. Well, anyway, Ruth became known to Naomi as a mother-in-law. Naomi had two sons and a husband. There's a great famine in the land, which is common. It's common now in that area of life, or in that in that area of life. Naomi had a husband, a being like. Two sons, and they walked down the road. There was no transportation, you guys. You got to realize it went through for us. There was no transportation except walking, and and horses, but not the Naomi and her tribe. They came to Moab. By the way, Moab. Who is Moab? Moab was a descendant of Lot. L O T. It was Abraham's nephew. He fled up into the mountains to escape the great tribulation of the era. He had two daughters, and the daughters went with him. The daughters pondered among themselves and said, "You know, we got to have. We don't have any children. We can't have any children." They thought the world had been destroyed. It was destroyed, but the cities were destroyed. So they made love to their father. And from that came Moab, and God absolutely despised Moab. In fact, he forbade 
the children of Israel just go in, go in contact with the Moab, and they were forbidden to. But here was Naomi and her husband and two sons. They traveled down to Moab, which she not didn't have a family. And they formed a house and lived in this house, and the two sons married two Moabite women. I remember now, it's against the law, not law. So they stayed in Moab, and Naomi, the mother, she her husband died. Now she's had no husband, but she has two sons and two daughters-in-law, and they lived happily ever after, did they? No, not really. It was 10 years after they were there. Both sons died. You know, lifespan in the in that time of year was shortened. They died. Now she had two daughters-in-law. She looked and she said, I don't know what I'm going to do. I, I have my daughter-in-law's. I got to find, I got to do, I, I know what I'll do. I'll go back to Israel. Go back to Benjamin. That's where the tribe is from. She came back to Benjamin. And it, it, she told her two daughters. This to me is horrible. But she told her daughter, said, listen, you've been kind to me in a gracious daughter-in-law. But I, I'm going back home. My estate is back home. And I want you to go to your father's and your mother and live there with them because I can't get another husband. I'm old. And Ruth and her sister cried. They said, oh, we got to stay with you, Naomi. So Naomi pleaded with them, told them to go home. They uh, chose, chose not to do so, but Naomi insisted. Finally, Ruth said, I already said this before. She looked at Naomi and she loved her. She loved Naomi. She said, where you go, I will go. Where you stay, I will stay. Your people will be my people. Your God, my God. What you do, I will die. And there I will be buried. What you call devotion, and that's the reason one of the reasons I love the Bible because it shows human emotion. A lovely girl, a lovely woman, she chose not to go back to her people and serve her God but devoted her life to God. You know, that's what we all have to do. I don't know whether your eyes are not, but. This world is full of people. Some don't believe. Some do believe. Some believe a little bit. But, you know, one day we'll all be with God. One day God's going to judge this world with death and life. And I love God because of that. He is righteous and he is justice. Family from Bethlehem, Emelach and Naomi and their two sons. Two sons have died. The father died, and Naomi says, well, i got to go back to my land. You must understand that land in Naomi's time 
Jesus and Boaz town were staked out. They each had a place in this world that they were given this land by Joshua, and they defended this land. They overthrew the enemies. And there was Naomi and her, her daughter-in-law, Ruth, trudging down the road with all her belongings, headed back to Bethlehem. She arrived in Bethlehem. She told us, Naomi, Naomi, Naomi told Ruth that, you know, I want you to go find some work. We have to eat. She said, go find a person that you can glean the fields behind the reapers. Meaning, she went behind and gathered grain. And there she was day after day after day gathering grain. She liked it. We all have to work. Don't we have to work? Sure you do. If you want to live, you work. You know me? I mean, Ruth was gathering grain. The owner of the field they were reaping in was owned by Boaz. Remember that name, Boaz. He looked out across the field and saw all these men reaping grain and women behind them picking up the scraps. And Ruth was part of that crowd. Now, remember I said that she was a lovely lady? Ruth said, I mean, Boaz said to her, to his foreman, he said, Hey, man, who's that lady that? We don't know her. Who is he? Oh, sir, that's uh, Ruth. She's uh, gathering grain. Ruth, my goodness, is she good looking. She's a, she's a well, what in the world is she doing? Anyway, they took a break. All, or all uh, uh, rivers came in. Ruth came in with them and sat respectfully behind everybody. And Boaz walked over, sat down on the bench beside her, said, who, who are you? She said, my name is Ruth. Oh, you're the lady that came back with Naomi. Are you taking care of her, aren't you? She said, we're doing the best we can do. She didn't get rid And Ruth said, I'm just gathering grain so we'll have something to eat. And you know what? Boaz impressed. Not so much with her, but because of her beauty. Boaz said, uh, you know, you're a noble character. We appreciate what you're doing. We appreciate you looking after Naomi. And she said, I'm going to be die where she dies. I'll be buried where she's buried. And you know what, Boaz, Mr. Boaz? I'm going to take care of her because that's what I promised her. Anyway, like I said, Boaz took a great deal of empathy toward her. And they started out. Boaz told all the people with him and the reapers and the men. By the way, it was really dangerous that she was doing. Because at that time, there were rapists as they are today. People that killed as they are today. 
nobody was really safe. There was no police. She could dial 911 because there was no 911. There was no telephone. She told all the people, she said, see that lady right there, Boa, Ruth? Yep. Let her alone. Don't touch her. And every day she'd go to the field and she'd reap. And every day Boaz would come and look at her. She must have been good looking at night. But anyway, if she'd take back grain from the field, Naomi was just could not believe what Boaz had given her. Boaz told her, Rupert said, you know, slip some old stalks behind and leave them behind so Naomi, I mean, Ruth can pick it up. When the reaping season was over, and they're going to the thrashing floor, Naomi told Ruth, said, I want you to do me a favor. Put on your uh, best-smelling sauce, your nicest clothes, fix your hair. You got to love the head of her, honey. So fix your hair and go to the green floor. Boaz, but not meet him, but be there. Don't let him, but don't let Noah, I mean, don't let Boaz see you at the in, in threshing floor. She put her best smelling sauce on. I don't know what it was. But anyway, she put it on, fixed her hair, fixed her eyes. She was stunning looking. And she went to the threshing floor. Now was Boaz, as happy as a lot because they 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 had done good. She slipped in, did not let Boaz know where she was. Boaz got to eating and drinking. After he had drank so much, you know, like most people, he got kind of sleepy. And went down to the far corner of the rest, I mean, of the area, and he lay down full because he had eaten all night, drinking all night, and he was happy. And he produced a doctor's sleep. Ruth saw that he was asleep. The men around the dressing floor were asleep, and she slipped down to Boaz's area. She uncovered his feet. This is, I'm talking about an Eastern ceremony of marriage. She took, took Boaz's garment. She uncovered his feet, and she lay down beside Boaz at his feet, which is a question of, of where they did things. Boaz slept for a long time. Felt the movement down at his feet, and he looked down. He said, "Who the heck are you?" She said, I'm Ruth. Oh God! He just fell back. He could not believe it. His luck. She said, "I'm here to be redeemed by you, if you were have me." And Boaz said, "Golly, I can't believe my luck." But he said to her, he "said Listen, I'm not your." closest redeemer remember this I love to go into it but I don't have time a redeemer would redeem the land and keep the bloodlines alive 
But Boaz was not the closest redeemer. There was another man closer than him. He looked at her and he said, Honey, I, I'd love to do it, but I can't do it. It's against the law. He said, I'm going tomorrow and find out who your closest redeemer is. And he doesn't redeem, redeem you, then it would be my turn. I know that most people don't like that romanticism, but that's the way it was. He gave her a bunch of grains and rice, and he she left before anyone got up that day. And she went back to Naomi. Naomi says, "If God is in the thing, you'll be okay." They went on back. He went on back, and let's tell me. Oh yeah, he went on back, and he was not the closest redeemer. It's one thing he told her. Told the redeemer said. Uh, Naomi wants to sell her land. And the Redeemer said, well, I'll buy it. And Billy said, well, you know, once you do that, you have to take Ruth because the land belongs to Ruth and her husband. And the guy said, hey, I can't even do it because I don't, I don't want to confuse my bloodlines. So Boaz said, well, I'll take her land. They have a funny way of showing ownership. And all the witnesses there. So the guy, guy took off his shoe. What does that got to do with it? Well, it was a custom. And the people said, we understand. You now have Ruth as your servant and your wife if you want to marry her. Ruth, I mean, Boaz married Ruth. And they had a son. And Naomi named the son Obed. And Obed, the next lineup was was founded. And from that came King David. And there was a Ruth, a Moabite woman. And many, many different types of women, many, many different types of nationalities was tied up in under Ruth. And they had had David, and they became man after God's own heart. You know, folks, I don't know who I'm talking to, but if I had one prayer in my life, it would be not, not to have the sins of David. He must have had a good time, by the way. But to be a man after God's own heart. And that's what I claim today, is I want to be a man after God's own heart. So in Ruth ended more than story. There's 66 books written by many, many different authors. And not one conflict can be found in the Bible. If I had a, had a group of people sitting in this room right now, and I wish we were in one's ear story. By the time it reached back to me, the story would be changed. Still not the Bible. And that's the reason I love the Bible. I try to teach T to understand the Bible. That is, she did, she's done a good job. And I love her for it. But I love God more than anything. And that is the story of Ruth, a lo- lovely young lady, a Moabite. We got tied into our system and our system became Christ, came God 
and God was the founder of everything. See, that's it. You got any questions? Yes. So, okay, let me go back. So the Moabites, God, God didn't like them. Did I get that right, or uh, did I misunderstand that? God, God, I'm saying that God didn't like them. So I'm being very basic. So explain that part to me again, or to well, not only to me, the video. God didn't like them because they were born in sin. Okay, when they sex with back, the dad. Right? Going back a long ways, the uh, Moabites became a tribe when Lot's daughters. One of the daughters had a son. She mm-hmm. named him Moabite. So God didn't like it. They was he, they were founded in sin, and they sinned constantly. They were a tribe that God didn't like. God God chooses who He likes and doesn't like. He didn't like Moab, and they were their Moab. The tribes of Moab were forbidden, or the Israel was forbidden, to cohabit with Moab. Okay. All right. So God, God, God didn't uh, care for him too much. But that's as a tribe. But uh, Ruth was from the tribe of Moab. I'm going to say. I hope I'm saying yep. it right. Okay. So God, God uh, loved her, right? Because she took. Na- Did I get this right? Did she took Naomi, Naomi's people, and Naomi's God, right? So she goes, "Your people are that's my people." Cool. Okay, okay. So he's condemning a tribe. I, I don't know if that's the right word to use, but he loved he loved Ruth because of her heart and what she said, kind of, maybe, sort of. He loved Ruth because as an individual, she okay. used to go with Naomi and okay. serve Naomi's God. But most people don't understand this about Naomi. Naomi said, go back to your God. It doesn't sound much like what we have today, but she said they they said go back to your God and your family because I can't bear I can't have another husband and no no one will wait on me as a husband to have a son and to wait on them to grow up to be married. So it was logical. Naomi said, Go back to your God. Don't don't worship my God. And Naomi said our Ruth said to Naomi, your God will be my God. Where you die, I will die. That's called devotion. Most people don't understand that. Okay. I, I hear you. So I have one more question, maybe two, but I'll ask this one um, <laughs> first, right? Uh, so that's cool that what God said. And so my this is something that I – I get a lot, you know, in the coaching work that I do, Dad and you, and I've taught you about it. Um, people, so it's about having faith, right? So she, you know, and so Boaz uh, liked how she looked, right? That's really what attracted to him. He thought she was a beautiful soul or woman or both because, you know, we're souls have, you know, ha- having uh, experiences here and and everything. So he thought she was a beautiful woman. That's what got him, right? Did you say yep, that correct? that's what I'm Okay. That's, okay. that's what's lazy. All right, she so was, here's another was, question. He was smitten with her because of the way she looked. That's, you know, and which is true today. You know, people, all oh, looks don't matter. That's just BS because they do, you know, um, I think, right? And, you know, I I uh, I feel that looks matter. Not 
to the point of, you know, whatever, but you got to look the best, look good, the best that you can be, the best version of yourself. That's what Ruth did. Uh, now she had natural beauty, but you know, she, she knew how to take care of herself and you, you, and, and so Boaz noticed that and he fell for her. Uh, he fell for her looks and on the outside and then he got to know her and uh, she slept at his feet. Right. Am I getting this right? And then he yep. connected with her and he connected with her and they became one, I, you know, because they married with the marriage bed. Yep. Okay. You're right. All right. So let me ask you this. Okay. Because I, I, dad, I know you get this too. Um, you and I do different things, but we, we are, we do the same too. Um, that is the first soulmate relationship, right? I mean, those two, if you want to call it soulmates, lovers, husband and wife, whatever. Um, and that's, that's the courtship of Ruth and Boaz. Is that right? That was a courtship, but not, not the first, of course. It was a courtship of Ruth and Boaz. There's, right. There's many courtships. Okay. I get Sarah. you. But that was, yeah, but Sarah I'm asking you this. Now, I hear you, all of that. But Ruth and Boaz, were the, that, that was a courtship, the way they did it at that time, that period in time, right? That was Is that yes. like a normal courtship? That is true. It's a courtship of the time. Okay, and that's a normal courtship, like whatever it is, you know, whatever we have today or, you know, whatever. Uh, okay, and so here's another question for you. Um so, you know, Naomi says, hey, I can't bear children. I, you know, I can't get married again and, and whatever. So, Ruth, so there's a faith thing there. Who who had the most faith and just trusted? Was it Naomi? Was it Ruth? Was it Boaz? Or was it everybody on some level? Can you answer obviously, that? Obviously, it was Ruth. Okay. <laughs> That's the reason this book is called Ruth. She had greater right. love and greater devotion and greater everything. She's not only a good-looking woman with beautiful eyes and her body and everything else, but she was also a devoted lady, and she had she had great faith. But she loved Naomi, her mother-in-law. Oh, that's cool. I love that part. So here's another question. So, but if Boaz could, if Boaz could have. Um, did he honor? Did he do the right thing? Was that integrity on his part by going to the uh, other guy, the other dude, there and saying, "Hey"? Well, it was not. It, it's not so much his integrity, but that was a law. And it's like okay. you uh, go before a justice of the peace or a preacher or whatever, a man authorized to wed, and you get wed or get married. Okay. He he followed the law. Every man that that came into the promised land had would stake at their properties. You were not allowed to move the property sticks if you can I'll use sticks as it turns. But when they looked at the map and looked at the land, they were staked out. They were uh, 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 treated individually, and each tribe could never sell their land. If they did, they had to have permission to do it. So Boaz did the right thing. He went before the tribes and the witnesses. He petitioned the witnesses to uh, authorize them by him buying the land because 
them Ruth didn't have any any a world all to buy. Naomi it was in Naomi's land and it was all agreed. It was done ethically. Okay. That that that's what I'm asking. Now here's the next question I'm asking. Okay. Um so if okay, if Boaz had broken the law and didn't ask permission, what would have happened? Or if anything would have happened? Or do you know? Well, there was a law. There were laws to cover what would happen, what would not happen. He followed the law, and it was authorized, and the sale was completed. If he had not followed the law, then there's a whole different emphasis here and a whole different uh, form of justice, and he fell under that law of justice. But could he okay. lay in the Run off at the far end. Yeah, he could have done all the same. But we can we do that today? Can you marry two, three, four, five, seven, eight, ten, fifteen women? No, uh, I can do that. Well, unless I go to Utah, and then it's only women. I don't think it applies for men marrying two. You know what I mean? So, um, but yeah, okay, I get you. Thank you. All right, because I was listening to that story. Yeah. So it's a great love story, and it ends up well. So um, can I tell you what my takeaway is with this one, Dad? Uh, if it's okay, um, and I'm sure Go it ahead. is. Uh, my takeaway with this one is about having faith, living with, I, I call it integrity, uh, following the law, God's law, right? And, uh, yeah. and yeah, God's law. And uh, realizing that love, like soulmate, soul love, whatever you want to call it, uh, has a has a process. And it looks like those two well, that whole group, including Ruth, because she was the most important there in this situation. And the books named as her followed the followed a great process and had a lot of lot of uh, gratefulness, also a lot of faith, and also devotion. Wow, she must have made a great wife, don't you think? <laughs> Not only that, she was a great wife, a great worker, a great lovely figure, and he was proud of her. Could we all yeah. be proud of our souls today? Yeah, there you go. Was, uh, they, they were uh, after God's own heart. And from yeah. that, King David. That's a character in itself, King David. That's right. Someday you're going to talk about him, I'm sure. Um, so thank you. I appreciate you letting me ask those questions. And uh I want to go out and find my my Boaz. Okay, he's probably true and ethical. Okay. <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna go out and find my Boaz, Daddy. <laughs> okay, so anyway, um, thank you. Uh, great, great, great show today, and I'm sure everyone will enjoy it. And thank you for sharing and being so open and and straightforward with me. I appreciate it because that's who you are with me anyway, and that's who you are with everybody. So thanks, Dad. Um, do you have anything else? No, I don't have a thing. Except love God with all your heart and be ready to follow him because he's exciting. God is exciting. God knows everything. But he, I what got what gets me about this is fifteen hundred years by four different people and they wrote about the same thing. Never inconsistency. Always perfect. Always correct. They can't find fault in the Bible. The only fault we find is in ourselves when we don't believe. I love it. You uh, you got a great testimony in the sense of 
God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost, Mr. Holy. Mr. Holy, there you go, right? Yep, and Mr. Hey. Holy will come in He's our buddy. <laughs> anyway, thanks. I love I love Mr. Holy, right? I love God. They're they're my buddies. You know, I said this morning, Dad, and uh, I listened to you, and you've been such a great teacher all my life. And I didn't really get that until much later. But uh, I said, you guys are my friends. You got my back. And I said, if there's anything that I can do with you, because I'm not only the friend that enjoys and takes or you share with me, but I want to give back. So if you let me know, I'll help you any way I can. So anyway, and they, you know what they told me this morning? This is amazing. They said, just be good and serve serve me, serve God. And he goes, I, I'm your friend too. I'm like, yay, my buddy. All of them are. Well, there's only one God, right? But the Siamese triplets, so they got you back, right? So thank you, Yep. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. No problem, but I appreciate the fact that you serve God. Yes, sir, There's God. no other creation like God. He'll answer your prayers. He'll take care of you. I do a daily devotion. I try to do a daily devotion every day. Some days I do a couple of days about it, but I try to do a daily devotion. And it's all about God, what he can do for you, and what you can do for him. Yes. That's right, because I, I told somebody today, I have to tell you this, and, and I, I told somebody today, I said, you are always asking and, and from God, and, and I get it, but what can you do for God? I said, we're always taking, what can we give, right? That's a big thing, don't you think? Yeah, that, that's what I think. Good. That's what you and think. I, I know I do. true. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I should be uh, be quiet. Thank you for your your lesson today. I appreciate it, Dad. Thank you so very much. Um, no I and you're the best. And I need to say this: my father knows so much about the Bible, and uh, he and I have a lot of talks about it. And I ask him a lot of questions. I got more to ask him tonight. So anyway, but we'll be on here forever if I keep on talking. So thank you, Dad. Um, I'll be quiet now. And uh, you want to show close the show? So and thank you for letting me speak up. All right, God, listen to you. I appreciate you. I love you. Well, I'm I'm bound to love you. No, not only that. You are smart, intelligent, and I love you for it. But I love your beauty. I love your wisdom. Keep serving God. You bet. See you next right. week. <laughs> All right. Bye, everybody. All right, Daddy, thanks. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.